Hey, Jason. Hey, Rhett. How's it going? Pretty good. Well, we're coming back for round two. Yeah, I didn't think we'd make it. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, so, what have you been up to this week? Any uh, adventures in uh, in your nerd life? Well, I'm waiting for season two of Arrow, if you brought that with you. Well, yes. let me tell you. All right, there we Actually, go. Actually, they're not all on there, but I can do them on. something good in those pants. <laughs> yeah, you and some other big guys. But uh, actually, if you want to wait, I can put the rest of them on there. I think I only have three episode 10 or 12 or 14 on there or something. So, Well, I mean, that'll take me a few days to go through. I mean, I have them all on my laptop anyway. So. Oh, <laughs> okay. I thought <laughs> so, you mean you'd take it and go back. No, I can just do it after uh, okay. After we're done here. But uh, not bad. Other than that, yeah, I'm reformatting my computer. Whoa, whoa, wait. So you're waiting on season two of Arrow. Yeah. So you finished season one of Arrow. Yeah. What did you think? Oh, yeah, I guess I had finished it last time we talked, huh? Nope. Um, oh, man, it was it was amazing. I don't even know. It's kind of like, you know when you're reading a book and you get to the last, like, I don't know, depending on the size of the book, but the last, like, 100, 150 pages, and then you're just like, read them, read The last read stretch, yeah. Yeah, and then it's all kind of just like a blur, and you're kind of on this, like, high. You're like, oh, that was... That was good. I don't. I, don't I need really the next remember. one. I don't really remember what happened though. <laughs> <laughs> like it kind of blends, you know, and that's kind of a good way of describing it, I think, because I do that with books, or even like a series of books. I'll go through and I'll just like crunch them and just pound through all the books, and then I'm like, well, I don't know exactly what happened at which points. So it all just meshes together. Yeah. So the last episodes of Arrow are kind of like that for me. I just I watched. I don't know the last five, six. <laughs> not, not on the same night. Oh. I was probably doing three a night. Uh, yeah, probably three a night I was doing. But each night I was watching them, so. Yeah. Well. But really good. Yeah, right. I mean, Starling City got uh, got destroyed a little bit. Yeah. Tommy, wow. Right? Isn't that so sad? I didn't see that coming at all. Oh, man. That was crazy. Yeah. I was like. When he walked back in there to save her, I was like, oh. A little mild spoiler alert if it bothers you, but otherwise, keep going. Yeah. Yeah, when he walked back in there to save her, I was like, oh, man, he's going to save her, and then he's gonna, she's going to choose him. And then, like, mm-hmm. I don't know, right? I was like, that's going to be awkward, because Ollie and her just did it again, and stuff's <laughs> going down, and that's going to create problems between Tommy and him. And then I was like... And then I was like, I'm pretty sure Tommy doesn't become a bad guy, though. Like, you, dude. Because you told me he doesn't. How shitty was guy. it when, like, Oliver tells Tommy to go and get her back and all this oh, stuff, God. and he's standing outside the window and, like, she's getting drilled by Oliver? Yeah, really shitty for Tommy. Shitty all around, but, I mean, I don't know. They were both really nice about it from the beginning, you know? They were like, Tommy was like, ah, oh, you know, me and her were messing around while you were dead. Sorry. Well, it's it didn't like, come out quite that nice. <laughs> I think Theo was like hammered drunk and like yeah. tattletailed. But he already knew. Because he caught them when he was like spying in the alley. And they were kind of like, when should we should we keep this a secret? Or should we tell Ollie? And then, yeah. Laurel uh, was like, he already knew. Didn't you see his face? He didn't even react. And then, and then, uh, and then Tommy talked to him and was like, Hey, we should probably talk about this. And, you know, Oliver's like, hey, it's fine. She should be with you. Like, I was dead. Don't worry about it. We're still friends. Plus, I was, you know, sleeping with her sister, and the list goes on. Yeah, but now now that I'm finding out, like, the whole re- like, as far as season one goes, the whole reason he, like, kept going in the island. Like, he even turned down that, that hot chick on the island. He was like, ah, oh, actually, I really like Laurel. Shadow? I, mean, I don't know her name. The, the daughter. Yeah, the, the daughter that trains him and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah, he's like kissing her, and then like stops. Is like, actually, sorry, there's someone back for me. I may not ever see her again, and I just uh, got her sister killed and was sleeping with her sister, so she probably won't have anything to do with me. But I'm gonna stay loyal to her right now. <laughs> yeah, like the whole th- that like yeah. So he's obsessed with her on the island, and then he gets back and is just kind of like, eh. He did kind of make a move for her at the beginning, and then she was like, you know, nothing can happen between us, and he's like, oh right, yeah, of course. <laughs> so then he tells Tommy it's okay, and probably just telling himself that, I guess, because he thinks he shouldn't be with her. And then, so yeah, they're together for a while, 
and then Tommy, Tommy's the one that ended it, and is like, you still have feelings for Ollie, or Ollie still has feelings for you, and I'm just kind of like, I don't know, in the way of that, or like a second, second best, or I don't know what he's feeling, but he like takes himself out, and then she like wants to make things better, and he's like, no, and Ollie's like, you need to make things better, and he's like, no, and then Ollie's like, or, and then Tommy even tells Laurel, like, hey, you should be with Oliver. Yeah. So then Laurel's like, uh, is that what's going on? And Oliver's like, I can't lie anymore. That's yeah. what he says. Yeah. He's like, well, he's like, you can't be with me, but, and you should be with Tommy, but I can't go tell Tommy I don't have feelings for you because that'd be a lie. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, and then, so, Oliver's like, Tommy, you need to get back with her. And he's like, no. And then Oliver's like, okay, fine. And then he hooks up with her, and then Tommy's like, actually, and then he's like, oh, crap. So it's just, yeah, really weird triangle there. Not anymore. Yeah, yeah, not anymore. Man. Ah, he was such a good character, too. I liked him. I know. A lot of fans are like, well, it's a comic book show. Maybe he'll come back. That's what I'm kind of wondering, but I don't want to say anything, because you have gone through all of season two, so I don't want to be like, is he dead for real? Because I don't want you to say anything. You'll be like, well. So I'm just not saying anything. Smart choice. I'm kind of interested in, like, the way you experienced the show, because you kind of watched it really fast, you know? Mm-hmm. Whereas I had to, like, wait a whole year. And for me, like, I don't know. It, it, for me, I think that was part of the reason I liked the show so much was because I had such a commitment to it to, like, check back every week. Mm. And, you know... um, I mean, it's hard to say because, like, I've really only ever watched... I've never watched shows week to week until Arrow came out. Because, well, I was doing it for Supernatural and Arrow for the first time. I watched all of Supernatural, got caught up to, like, the seasons that they were on, and was like, holy crap, like, that was a lot of Supernatural to watch. And I was like, well, I guess I'm stuck, like, going year or week to week now, and they were on on the same night, so I just watched them both. Hmm. And, uh... But I think that's part of it is I just had like such a commitment to it, checking back week to week, and it, things had a lot of time to sink in. Like, and I watched it by myself. No one else watched it with me until it was over. Like, I didn't even get Bailey on board with Arrow until halfway through season two. Uh, then you went back all the way through one again. Yeah, we started going back through one uh, in December, and uh, you know, and that was like right after the mid-season finale of season two. And so then she's like, I need more Arrow! <laughs> That's and, good. Especially, I mean, the the first half of season one of Arrow is okay. It's, it's fine. just like, it's just, yeah. It's it, a little rough. It's it's rough. It's cheesy. It's got this, this uh, mold that they follow for each episode that got really old. I mean, to be fair, they only really followed it for like five or six episodes, and then they broke up that like that mold. They had. actually it was like the first four or five episodes, and then they broke it up, added some things, and then they realized like, well, we're not going to be able to keep this up, I think. And so then they really just broke that up and reintroduced stuff because it was all about the list the whole season. Yeah, I mean, but the importance of the list differed, and as they unlocked kind of the mystery of what the list is. And, I mean, if you look at it, like, there's people on the list, like, uh, um, God, I don't know. Like, there's characters introduced in, in Season 2 that are, like, on the list, but they never say, like, she's on the list. Hmm. Like, Well, even when they start deviating from, like, going after the list targets, and Dibble's like, hey, these guys are bad. They're not on your list, but they're still bad. We should go after them. Like... I just kind of looked at those as, like, filler episodes. I mean, that was episode six. Well, yeah. okay, yeah, I guess you're right. That was kind of a filler episode. Like, the Royal Flush again? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was pretty filler. I mean, so I don't consider that them deviating from the mold so much as having a filler episode. Like, they really didn't start branching out and just kind of, like... Well, what about, like, after, like, Walter got abducted and, like... Yeah, maybe after then. And, like, going after his mom and that, stuff. I think like... that was, like, halfway through. Yeah, fair enough. Um, I was going to say something in between, but I didn't want to interrupt you, and I forgot. Uh, interrupt me all you want. 
Well, I'll just come back to it and I remember. Season 2 gets more comic booky, but it gets better. Like, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Like, it's not quite as cheesy, but it gets more comic booky, and, like, because of that, because it's, like... You know what I mean? Like, Spider-Man in his comics, like, sure, he says cheesy things, but it's not really cheesy when you're reading it, because everything is Spider-Man, you know? Right. So it doesn't seem out of place. Exactly. So that's kind of what this is. Like, it, they, they kind of... Things become a little bit more comic booky. They become it enters like a little bit more like a, a fantastical world, hmm. um, but it's still really good and really well done. I think you'll really like it. I mean, episode one, I watched it probably hmm. ten times. Episode I'm one and season two, because this is what I remember. <laughs> watched it a hundred times. Keep going. Because uh, when you were talking about uh, watching it week to week, and. You were wondering, like, how Oh, was... yeah, your impact? Yeah. And for me, I, I, like, I really hate watching shows week to week, unless it's... Yeah. Me too. Unless it's um, a show that is based just on, like, kind of episode to episode, and there's not, like, a whole lot of tie-in with previous episodes. Yeah. They're, like, kind of standalone episodes or whatnot. But shows like this, like... And, like, Game of Thrones, I hate watching week to week. Yeah, and I do too. I I mean that's then that's what I'm saying like and like for this show I'm not sure I'd have kept going with it if I was watching it week to week and there's lots of shows where like I was watching Revolution but I said the same and thing and I was watching uh, okay said, well, Revolution's a good example we we're watching it week to week and finally we we're just like I don't know if this is you know worth recording week to week like we watched first season oh and you didn't even have the, commercials halfway yeah and halfway, huh. no not live. I watched it live, <laughs> week to week, for like the first ten weeks. Oh, no, no, no. We still record it and then watch it after. Even if, like, for Game of Thrones, well, there's no commercials in that, but if there were commercials in that one, we'd record it, and then halfway through or something, or even at the end of it, then we'd watch it after all the we can skip commercials. Obviously, there aren't any of that, but that's the example. Um, but, like, some shows, like, I'll only stay interested if it's, like, I can keep going and get through bad parts or just kind of fat just go through them faster like yeah no and that's and that's why i was wondering like how it felt to you because i kept saying the same thing though i was like there's no way i'm coming back next week and then like the next week i'd be like well i'll give it a chance as long as i get to see him beat the crap out of someone (laughs) and i and every time they delivered you know i was like man that was a cool fight scene and then i'd watch supernatural and be like here's what i'm here for (laughs) and then uh and the next week is like, there's no way I'm going to watch this show unless, well, maybe he'll beat the crap out of someone again. All right. And every week I just kept coming back. And then, you know, I eventually uh, started watching it without the commercials and stuff. And uh, and I don't know. And at that point I was kind of invested, I think. I was like, well, I want to see what like what this list is about. I want to see what this undertaking thing is about. I want to see what's up with his mom. I want to see what's up with this other dude. Like... And it was, it did kind of become about, like, the relationships and, like, the interactions. And I was like, oh, man, I can't wait to see, like, what will happen when this person figures out Oliver is the yeah. Green Arrow, you know? Yeah, I really liked the character development. Stuff going on in the island's cool. Like, for me, it hasn't been so much the action. It's been keeping me around. Hmm. But oh, Man, I don't know how it's The not, action though. has like, picked up, though. Like, I mean, don't last... you think the, the fight scenes are good, though? I mean, don't you like watching them? They've gotten good. They've gotten better. Like, the first half action was, like, it was okay. What? Yeah. I feel like those so those were some of the best fights. Like, when he fights China White in mm. that, uh, like, at the very beginning, and they're in that big room with, like, this cylindrical thing in the middle, and they, like, they speak to each other in Chinese. Yeah. That's oh, cool. that's the other thing. I like that he's, yeah, learned other languages. That's funny. That's, it's, like, the... pops out. And they're like, what? When did you learn that? <laughs> Yeah, right? I, I love that when... Because that was the first time I think... Oh, well, no. He speaks Russian in, like, the first episode. Mm-hmm. And you're like... To the maid or whatever? Yeah. And you're like, oh, yeah. Yeah. I need to see how he learned this. And then also, I think one of the episodes that really sealed the deal for me on, like, all right, I'm committed, was the episode when he's trying to get uh, the the name of Deadshot. And he's trying to figure out, like, where Deadshot is staying. And so he goes to the Russian mafia base in Starling City. Yeah, that was awesome. And he's, he's speaking to him in Russian and, like, shows him his tattoo, and he's a captain of the Russian mafia. Yeah. Like, that is freaking ridiculously awesome. That's so awesome. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, from right there, I was pretty much hooked. I was just like, I need to know. <laughs> yeah, it's a good show. 
looking forward to watching the next ones. Yeah, it's really awesome. There's a, another show coming out that uh, looks kind of interesting. Yeah, stupid. Uh, I can't remember what it's called, Black Sails or something like that, but it's about Blackbeard. It's pretty awesome. I think it's got John Malkovich in it. Starts up uh, starts up in June, I think. Oh, that's cool. It looks I might cool. check I mean, it out. I, I mean, I kind of like that. I like, like piratey stuff. Yeah. I don't know. John Malkovich, he's good. Yeah. Definitely. I'll give it a shot. I mean, I'll see. I haven't seen anything or heard anything about it. Yeah, I've only seen a couple commercials. I can't remember what channel it's aired on. Oh, man. So what did you think about the end of uh, Game of Thrones last week? Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, man, that's awesome that he's going to be his champion. Like, Right? <laughs> I know. I was uh, like, well, as soon as they dude, were talking about it. That whole speech was like verbatim Alexis was from like, the book. Oh, it's going to be Jamie. Like, that makes sense. Cause no! Because he was like, that's perfect. Like, you pick Jamie, and it's like, win or lose, you win. I mean, like, obviously, Papa Lannister's going to have to be like, uh, hmm, we'll pick this wimpy guy so that Jamie can win, because we can't have Jamie dying. But, uh, but he's not, but... But Tywin Lannister doesn't pick the champion. Well, yeah. The case is it's Tyrion versus Cersei. Mm. So, like, Cersei picks the champion, and she's not going to let Tyrion off the hook. Well, I mean, you really think... I mean, look at her relationship with Jaime lately, like, at that point. Like, she doesn't care. Yeah, but what's her father going to do if it's Jaime versus the Mountain? He has no say. I mean, yeah, he's like the head judge in the tribunal, but... No say? I mean, he's like the head person of the land right now. So, say, the Iron Bank. If that's the case, then why does the Iron Bank give Stannis Baratheon a loan? Because once Papa Lannister goes down, all the Lannisters go down. Pretty much. But, uh... Oh, man, yeah, it's, uh... Interesting, but I I already know who Cersei picks and what happens. And oh, she picked the mountain. Oh yeah, she did pick him in that episode, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's why. That's why the guy from uh, what's his name? That's why the guy stepped forward because he said, "Oh, yeah, the mountain killed my sister and like raped and her and the babies." Yeah. So I would want to kill him. I was thinking that when that happened. I was like, oh, too bad the hound's not around because he wants to kill his brother. Right. And I was like, oh, yeah, I know there was somebody else that wanted to kill the mountain. Yeah, from episode one. It's like the best speech in episode one of season four when he's talking to Tyrion and he's like, yeah. tell your father I'm here. Oh, uh, that guy's awesome. Yeah, dude. He's pretty much like the best character in that book. <clears throat> I don't want to give too much away, but it's crazy. That whole speech, too, when he tells... He tells Tyrion like that Cersei like said that there was a monster and blah 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 and, mm. and they're like, This is just a baby. Yeah. Like that's verbatim from the book really? almost. That was, yeah. that was a good part. I was like, Cersei's such a bitch. Yeah, pretty much. Oh man. It's so good. I really like what they have coming up. Like, what's there's like three episodes left or something like that. Yeah, but the next one's not for two weeks. They said. Oh yeah, there is a. <laughs> Why do they do that? Freaking HBO should be free of network television crap like that. Ridiculous. But yeah, I don't want to spoil too much for you. But that whole scene, I mean, the Red Viper getting his uh, getting his revenge and. Tyrion. Oh, is that what his nickname is? Yeah. Oh. He's the Red Viper no of Dorne. <laughs> and he's he's traveled the world after his sister was murdered. He spent time traveling the world and went around, over to Essos. Yeah. And, and he was like, <laughs> he's like, oh, I recognize you from this. Uh, he's talking to the spider. And he's like, oh, you're from uh, whatever that place is he's from. And he's um, like, yeah. He's like, how can you tell? Is he from Lys? Or... He's like, I don't have an accent. He's Marine? like, oh, I can tell I that know. too. Oh, Marine. That's... Oh, no, no. I don't know where he's from. I think he's from Liss. Um, I can't remember. I can't remember the names of those places very well. Marine is where uh, Daenerys is right now. Yeah, that's why. I said. <clears throat> Not yeah, sure like why Jorah is still around, though. Really? Is he dead in the book? 
No. In the no. book, Daenerys sends him away. <laughs> like, they, she has Jorah and Ser Barristan break into the city by the sewers and set all the slaves free. Kind of like, remember that scene where Grey Worm went in and yeah. like, take your freedom back. Yeah. It's kind of like that, but it wasn't Grey Worm. Mm-hmm. It was Sir Barristan and Sir Jorah, and they go through the sewers, and then when they come out, like, Sir Barristan tells Daenerys that it was Jorah who was, like, spying on her and giving her information to the king, to King Robert. And then she's like, are you kidding me? Like, you betrayed me. And he's like, that was before I realized that, you know, I wanted to be with you and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, pants. Yeah. And then she's like, get out of here. And he's like, you can't really send me. And she's like, get out of my sight or I'll kill you. And so then he huh. leaves. And you, he, you get to see him later on from some other character's point of view. Yeah, weird that they yeah, make changes like that. Well, it's just well, like... It's obviously based on viewers. I I'm, to me, it's like, what do you gain? No, a lot of it's because they have less time to tell the story. And they don't have as many time to... Br- I mean, there's 3,000 named characters in the book so far. Yeah. They don't have time to bring in an actor for every character like that. Speaking of, did you see what I meant about last episode? When the hound's sitting there talking to that guy for like forever. And he's like, in the end, you know, he just kills him and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But the, that whole time they're sitting there talking there, I'm like looking at my watch being like, so much time is just passing while nothing is happening. Go on with the story. Get to something cool. Like, why is this significant? <laughs> I mean, the book, you almost never get any action. Almost well, never. That's fine. I don't. I don't need like action, but I just like felt there was no development there worth. I mean, you are getting development. Like you're developing. Like you're getting this character, this relationship development between Arya and the Hound, and you're getting to see who the Hound is. I mean, the Hound isn't going to be around forever, you know. Yeah. Um, but I mean, for God's sake, like he has like one of the most important people in Westeros right now, in his uh, captivity. And now, and it, what's I her mean, name knows she's alive? Who? Oh, Brienne. Brienne, yeah. Because of Lumpy Pie or whatever his name is. <laughs> yeah. It'd be funny if his name was Lumpy Pie. <laughs> no. He has a nickname, and it was like Pie or something. It was like Chicken Pie or Lumpy Pie or something. And it was because he made good pies. They all had stupid nicknames mm-hmm. that they gave to each other. I wish more of them still had their dire wolves around. Uh, Arya's direwolf is still alive. Yeah. In the book, it's way more clear because she has dreams that she's a wolf and she's terrorizing the countryside and she has, like, a whole pack of regular wolves and she's, like, eats people and, like, things in her dreams and then she wakes up and she's like, that's weird. And then other people are like, like, the world is ending. Like, there's a freaking great she-wolf roaming the countryside with a pack of a hundred (laughs) wolves. Like, I mean, and John has his direwolf. Every dire, everybody has a direwolf except for Robert or Rob Sansa. and Sansa, because Lady was killed, and so was uh, Grey Wind. Yeah. Summer's still alive. Shaggy Dog's still alive. Numeria and I guess that's true. Ghost. I mean, there's all of them are alive still. <clears throat> well, except for two are dead and one's missing. Yeah, two are dead. One's missing. And then there's three direwolves in the north. Yeah. Where they should have been. The, they didn't really show them too much. I mean, except for brands, obviously. And yeah. Snow. Well, Rickon left with somebody, so we're not yeah. going to see Rickon. Rick yeah. And Ghost. Yeah. And, uh... Yeah, they all kind of... They all develop... They all realize that they can kind of, like, go into their direwolves and stuff. <clears throat> Arya and Bran develop that talent the most. Huh. John knows he has it, but I think he kind of refuses to do it. Um, but Bran, he does it all the time. Like he took over Hodor that one episode. I know that was awesome. Um, and Bran can take over like he'll like later on in the books he like takes over birds and stuff and flies around. Yeah, so he's like a seer or whatever. Yeah. And then Arya does it. Like her, the her scene where she starts realizing she can do it is so awesome. Like, <clears throat> basically, like, um, she's like doing this like thing, and 
she's basically like blindfolded. She can't see, and she has to she has to like go out like through her daily life just like pretending to be blind, basically. Well, not pretending. She can't see. She's blindfolded or whatever. And uh, and she has to go through her, her life like that. And uh, every day, like randomly, this guy will come up and hit her with a stick. And uh, and then, you know, he'll leave. And finally, like, she realizes, like, she's just sitting there one day. And she realizes all of a sudden she's, like, seeing <clears throat> out of this, this uh, cat that she likes. Uh, she's seeing out of the cat's eyes and she sees the guy sneaking up on her getting ready to hit her and so she turns around and blocks it and then tries to like fight him back (laughs) and the guy's like left already but then when she wakes up the next morning she doesn't have her blindfold anymore so she like passed the like test or whatever she cheated is that when she does her training with that cool assassin guy um yeah she uses the coin at the very end of the season, probably, to get on a ship. You know, she gives it to the captain and says, you know, Valar Mogulis. Mm-hmm. And then he says, Valar de Harris, or whatever. Um, and then takes her to Bravos. And she wanders around Bravos for a while and then finds the temple to which that guy belongs to, the many faced yeah, god. It's definitely not happening this season. There's three episodes left, and they're currently <clears> headed to her aunt's house, which just died. Oh, yeah, Liza, isn't that so great? <laughs> oh, so great, because that's one of the characters that always gave me so much anxiety, like, just so unpredictable and crazy, and like, uh... Oh, yeah, you think you think Peter Baelish likes unpredictable and crazy? <laughs> <laughs> oh. <clears throat> now he has the Lord of the Veil. Well, curious, though, like, how they're going to resolve that legally. What's he going to say? She fell? I killed her? I mean, they're married. In the book, he blames but... it on someone else. Hmm. There, in the book, there's like a singer there who is from King's Landing, and she keeps him around because the singer um, makes, you know, Robin happy and all this stuff. Yeah. Or Robert or whatever his name is. I think his name's Robert, but they call him Robin. Oh. My little Robin egg or something. I didn't see that she killed her husband. Coming. <laughs> well, she didn't. I mean, Grand, Grandmaster Picel or someone did. Well, maybe she did. I don't know. She was definitely involved. She said she did. She said she poisoned him. And then sent the letter to her sister. To Arya. Or, I mean, Catelyn, yeah. Saying it was the Lannisters. Like, that's such a linchpin and everything going down. Yeah, the whole thing starts with the Starks going to King's Landing. I mean... Which happened because John Aaron died. Yeah, I mean, that's what it was, you know? And then it's all about the genealogy of the kingdom and... I mean, that whole moment, like, you figure out, like, who tried to assassinate Bran and, like, all this stuff. Like, remember when the assassin tried to kill him? Mm-hmm. And then that was a whole mystery, like, who had the, like, Valyrian steel dagger. Right, there was uh, Tyrion's that Joffrey got or something. <clears throat> it was Peter Baelish's knife. Oh, yeah, that's right. And then he and said he, gave, he lost it he gave, in a bed or something. Yeah, he gave it to the king for, like, something. And then the king just, like, had it. Someone lost it in a bet, I think, when Jamie was at a jousting tournament. Someone lost it in a bet. Maybe that's what it was. <clears throat> but either way, it ended up in the king's hands, and then it, a young man was trying to impress somebody and gave the dagger to an assassin to try and assassinate Bran. Yeah, there's a lot going on. Surprised, I think that part happened like already should have happened in the show by now. I think it's like in that scene when like Jamie and Cersei are talking in the temple and over Joffrey's body, and they talk about um, like all the things. You mean the part where he rapes his sister over his ancestral son's corpse? Yeah, in the book, I don't. I think it's more consensual. And also, in the book, Jamie stands vigil, uh, vigil, vigil over his body for like seven days and seven nights straight, like without moving. Because he's like the, you know, Lord Commander of the King's Guard, and he acknowledges like that's his son and stuff like that. I don't know. It's weird. 
it's like so many like undertones, but it'll be interesting to see what they do. Yeah, they definitely don't have a whole lot of time to keep going. They've got to do the trial by combat. It's going to take up a lot of time. Hopefully that's an episode. I mean, it was a pretty long scene in the book, but I mean, it wasn't like an hour, hours and hours and hours of fighting. Yeah. You know? yeah. But, so hopefully, yeah, that's going to take up almost probably a whole episode or something or half. Plus At least some. it's a big part of it. I don't know. If they put anything else in there, it's not going to be a whole lot. Just be like, oh, this is going on here. And this is going on I here. mean, we have to cover, I mean, if you don't mind me. Well, I don't want to spoil yeah, too much for you. but already said a little bit. <clears throat> but they but have so to. So me speculating, because I don't know what's going on. Is Arya's got to continue going over to Aunt Lysa's fortress area. What's that place called? Fortress. Uh... The Eerie. Oh, yeah, the Eerie. Yeah. And uh, let's see. And Sansa is going to stay where she is. Right. Um, I'm guessing maybe... Tyrion's the, trial has to be settled. Yeah. Yeah, just stuff they currently have in motion, according to the show. But you think about it... Okay, well... There's the attack <clears throat> on the wall coming. But they could drag that out. I don't know oh, that happens at the end of the book, yeah. Yeah, I figure that's that's going to be like the cliffhanger. Oh, they're coming. Oh, Jesus Christ. If they carry that into the fourth season, I'm going to be so pissed. I mean, it's a pretty... Lo- oh, that's you a- think the whole battle will happen by the end of the season? Maybe, I don't know. There's enough for that. Because the thing is, is the actual, like, battle was very quick. They're under siege for, like, weeks and weeks and weeks. That's what I'm saying. They haven't even arrived yet. Yeah. So they can't be like, oh, they're here. Well, when they get there, like, all all their lives suck. And they're just like, this blows. And, like, they're literally, like, fighting day or night because, like, they're understaffed, you know? Yeah. They're like, this sucks. Well, right now, yeah, there isn't a whole lot of development there as far as what their plan is, like... John suggested collapsing the tunnel, and they said no, and that's where that's where it is right now. So I don't know what's going to happen. Man, it's kind of weird. I don't remember like John Snow like having so much resistance in the books for all the things he recommended. Like I just I re- I remember like basically everyone was like <clears throat> on board with like everything John recommended. Well, maybe like reading something and watching something. Like, if that happened in the show, where everyone was just like, yeah, let's do it, I'd be like, really? He's, like, such a new recruit there, and everyone's just, like, taking, like, following him. So it kind of, like, makes sense watching someone, like, be resistant to him, even though he knows, like, that, you know, Jon Snow's going to end up, like, probably leading them later or something. Like, that one guy even said, like, do you want to be, you know, bowing and scraping to him for the next X amount of years or whatever? Yeah. Because he's going to get trained to be the like new Lord Commander or whatever. Yeah. <clears throat> so it makes sense that there's people that are like, okay, you're just like pretty new here, and you're a steward, and you went off and broke your vows and did all this other stuff. So, know your place. Yeah, and Alistair Thorne is like the biggest douche monkey on the face of the planet, along with Janos Slint. Uh, which one's Janos Slint? He was the he was like the commander of the Gold Cloak. Um, city guards at King's Landing before Tyrion sent him away in season two. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And so he thinks he's like a hot shot. Yeah. Just, oh my god, but... Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, that's right, now he's up there. Um, but the actual battle itself is pretty quick. I mean, it's kind of like... I don't know. We'll see how they handle it. I mean, I, I, I would be happy... I mean, I don't have to see the battle. I just be would be happy seeing the after effects and all this stuff i mean if they if they end this book the same way that they end like where everybody is if if they end this season the same way that they ended the book like i'll be happy like have everyone in their place where they are at the end yeah because i mean oh god i got three episodes left here (laughs) i mean you go through like the last chapters of the book are just like here's where this character is here's where this character is here and it just sets everything in motion you know like Valar Margulis, you got but the next season of this comes out next spring, right? The next show. Yeah, yeah. That's gonna be brutal to wait because I didn't start watching. Just read the books. I know that's, that's what I'll have to do. I mean, what really sucks is you should have just picked up the third book and read it before this, this season started because you don't want to read book four. It sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could probably there's a lot of valuable like storytelling in there. But it's all, like, it's no character, it's all new character viewpoints, except for Brienne. Hmm. Uh, and, like, Cersei has viewpoints for the first time in this one. That's cool. Uh, th- like this, I'm sure I'll be fine. This you, guy, this, like, guardsman. I've, I've had to read, I mean, we both read, 
Pillars of Creation? Pillars of Creation, exactly. That's where I was going. <laughs> Pillars of Creation was better. No, you can't really be saying that. At least Pillars of Creation, there's two character viewpoints, and you can kind of get into the minds of each one. This one, there's like eight, and they're all stupid characters you don't care about. Like, uh, Theon's sister has a viewpoint. So? She's cool. No, she's not. <laughs> <laughs> At like one point, I'm pretty sure her like uncle, the, the priest of the Drowned God, has a viewpoint. Okay, no one cares about him. Exactly my point. <laughs> uh, God, I don't know. There's like a guard in Dorne that has a viewpoint. A, a Listen, guard. it took him a long time to get that viewpoint. <laughs> it took four books, yeah. <laughs> he worked his ass off as a guard. Very diligent. He doesn't even have a name. He stood at that no, post forever. Finally got promoted to get a good viewpoint. Well, the reason he's a view- see the ocean. The reason he has a viewpoint is because he's a guard for like the king of Dorne or like the prince of Dorne or whatever, and he never says anything the whole time. He just listens, <laughs> and so he's basically like the fly on the wall. It's That's like, like when Arya, when she was listening in on uh, Tywin, Tywin and, and stuff. Yeah. That was awesome. <laughs> yeah, the whole part. But right uh, there under everyone's noses. God, yeah. Oh, anyways, holy crap. A lot of Game of Thrones talk. <laughs> yeah. Man, um, I went and saw the new Godzilla movie. Oh, yeah? Yeah, pretty good. You know, I was thinking it might actually be pretty good. I was looking at something on the on Facebook or internet or somewhere, and it had like a scale, and it was like, here's all the different Godzillas, and it was like showing size-wise like from the different Godzilla movies, and the new one was like ginormous, and I was like, ooh. Yeah, and he looked like such a beast. I was like, "This is pretty good, maybe." Yeah, I uh, like one of. The, I saw a teaser trailer come on TV the other day, and it was literally just Godzilla roaring for like twenty seconds, <laughs> and I was like, "That's awesome!" But yeah, I went and saw it like uh, last Friday. I ended up just like I, I, my back was hurting, so I didn't come in to the office, you know. Oh yeah. And I just I, st- I sat at home and I watched like five of the old Godzillas. Like I started in, like nineteen fifty five, went up to like nineteen eighties, and just like watched a bunch of those. And what's cool about this one is it just feels like a real homage to the originals. Hmm. Whereas, like, the 1991 one with Matthew Broderick was just like, here's our version of Godzilla. And it was cool, but, like, this was so awesome. And, the, like, the whole time, too, like, they just did things so right for fans. You know what I mean? Because I, I, the whole time I was like, man, when is Godzilla going to breathe fire on this motherfucker, you know? And then... You see, like, this this monster, like, the oh, because that's the best part about it, too. It's like the 1999 one was just Godzilla terrorizing the city and trying to lay eggs or whatever, which was stupid. Okay, this yeah. one was Godzilla fighting another monster. Oh. Yeah. I mean, that in the first trailer, they showed Godzilla fighting a monster, and everyone was like, yes, this is real Godzilla. And, uh, he, uh... Or, I always think of SimCity when I think of Godzilla. Right. <laughs> I uh, thought a lot about that. Remember that Godzilla fighting game I had on the GameCube? Uh, and it had all of the monsters that you could play as, and each all the arenas were, like, different cities. And you could, like, pick up buildings and, like, use them as weapons. Yeah, that And they had, familiar. like, all their powers, and you could, like, use their powers in different ways. That sounds familiar. Oh, my God. For some reason, all I can think about is that Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles fighting game. This one was, like kind of 3d like because it was like top down and you could like it the map was square the map was square and you can go around the map and it was kind of like okay you like pick up buildings and like throw them at each other it was called like godzilla like melee fireballs and stuff godzilla versus monsters melee or something but it i mean it was just i kept thinking about that because it's so awesome and but it's so cool because the whole time like everyone's like when is he going to use his fire and the monster's like over here like distracted they thought they beat godzilla and like there's all this dust so it's really hard to see anything and all of a sudden you see like the like godzilla's tail like whip through the air and it like gets blue and like the blue like travels along like his his like spine things and he's like his tail whips around it's like and then it's like his spikes on his head and like his gill things are like turned blue and he just like blasts fire at this dude it's so awesome and you're always spoiling things that's not a spoiler <laughs> Godzilla breathes fire. Just shut up. 
But now I know. As soon as I see the tail flicking around, I'm like, oh. The tail flicks around like a hundred times. It's just going to be that part where he breathes fire. I was a little disappointed. I kept thinking like, I kept thinking like, man, quit trying to hide the size of these monsters with dust and fog and stuff. I'm like, just freaking show us the whole size of the monsters the whole time. Yeah. I, I imagine that would be a lot of processing power because the detail on these things yeah. was astounding. I was always thinking that when they were doing a, like the Hobbit movie, like a, like the first movie especially, like they didn't show smog at all, hardly. Yeah. Like couldn't get a full shot of him, hardly. Yeah. And I was like, oh, they're just like. Well, they build up the suspense that yeah, way, kind of like blah, a, blah, a blah, tease, but, but also like. I mean, you see their full size a lot, but in those really close-up scenes, like the monsters are like hiding in the fog a lot, or in the smoke a lot, or the dust. And it's just like, oh, like that tail thing. And that was cool the way they did it. And it really built up the anticipation. And, like, people clapped in the theaters at that oh, part, yeah. you know. And it was just, like, <laughs> fist pumps everywhere. And I mean, it was awesome. I mean, you were rooting for Godzilla to just beat the crap out of these monsters. Hmm. I mean, the way that he wins. Oh, God, you have to see it. It's cool. Get on Blu-ray. Nice. I will have to do that. Uh, speaking of movies, I need to see... Finally, uh, have the opportunity to see the new Star Trek movie. Not, you know, it's not new, but the newest. Star oh Trek yeah, movie. into into darkness Netflix, or whatever. So, yeah, <clears throat> but the first one's not. The second one is, but the first one's not. Because I was like, well, Alexis like half watched it and doesn't know anything from the first one. So I was like, I want to watch the first one again. But hey, we don't have it. And it's not on there. So, whatever. but the second one is, and I really want to watch that one. Second one's pretty good, dude. Yeah, Sherlock's in it. Oh, huh? Sherlock, Benedict. Batch. Yeah. Yeah. He's uh pretty good in that movie. Siler's still in it, right? Spock? No. They no. got someone else to play Spock. Shut up. <laughs> Why is he still doing the commercials then? And uh, the guy from Lord of the Rings is in it, still as Bones. Okay. I, would, I would cut your head off from your shoulders, dwarf, if it but stood a little higher from uh, the ground. Uh, that guy. He plays the doctor. Uh, I actually cut, really want to see that uh, Maleficent movie that's coming out. Oh, God. Really? I saw, like, a really long trailer or, like, preview for it. Like, so stupid. Really? That's my favorite Disney villain. I got really bored with it as soon as I saw a battle happening. I hate all these, like, remakes where battles happen at the end. Like, I went and saw Alice in Wonderland, and it ends with a battle. Oh. Like... I didn't see that. Like, Wait, Snow White and the Huntsman... Oh, yeah, Snow White and the Huntsman like ends with a battle. Like this ended with like a battle, like good versus evil battle. Freaking uh, the last Twilight movie had a battle. It's like why does everything have to have a battle in it? I don't care. Like battles don't make movies good. Yeah. Wish that's what silly is. Uh, I mean, they they were like the, in the Twilight movies, like that whole ending battle scene or whatever that happens like yeah in their mind. Yeah doesn't happen in the book at all they just exactly this is what i'm saying selling the movie <laughs> do you remember watching sleeping beauty or whatever maleficent is from uh yeah and remember a, remember ba- a big battle happening princess movies a lot <laughs> okay i'm not asking you if you remember watching it i'm asking you if you remember watching it with a battle happening in it no exactly it's just like the dragon versus the knight exactly and that would be badass to watch if done right right but that's not they're not doing the movie they're doing before the movie takes place this is her backstory Maleficent? I'm pretty sure I saw Sleeping Beauty in Malif- in the trailer for Maleficent. Yeah, she is. But this movie isn't like a remake of the Sleeping Beauty movie. It like covers her backstory. Okay. What and... I would rather see is like intrigue from dark wizards and a knight fighting a dragon. I don't want to see like, here's the good versus evil. Like, go see this movie because Angelina Jolie is in it. I, mean, and I don't think they're doing a big good battle. Evil. What I heard is she starts off as a good guy with, like, wings. Most bad guys do. And is, like, flying around and is happy and whatnot. And then something happens to her and she becomes evil and becomes resentful and mad and all this stuff. I'm not going to go see it in <clears> theaters. <throat> it just looks dumb to me. It looks like a bad, a bad way, you know, just... <sighs> like, they're just like, let's find a property that we haven't put a battle into yet. Okay, well, the battle doesn't happen in the well, original so movie, so we're going to read... And this isn't a I watched the trailer. Oh, okay. So I haven't seen that trailer that has a battle, really. It literally I mean, almost is comparable like to Alice in Wonderland rambles. on the chessboard battle thing at the end of Alice in Wonderland. Oh. Is that the one with uh, 
Alice, you know, or Alice or whatever it's called. I don't. The remake with that has, um, has uh, uh, Johnny Depp in it. Okay, I think I have seen that. Yeah, that was a good movie. <sighs> I mean, it's entertaining and it's good up until like I just, the battles ruin it for me. I'm like, there wasn't a battle in this book. Well, that's what I'm saying. I know for this one, it's not like a, it's not a remake of the show or the movie. The movie. <clears throat> okay, but that's but that's a, the other thing. I mean, like, uh, what's another example that they've done where they're just like, all right, let's take this and like, we'll either remake it or we'll reimagine it or we'll do like, here's the after story or here's the before story. What does it need? Oh, it needs a battle. Like, I feel like there's a huge trend right now with having battles that yeah. don't need to be in there. <clears throat> well, that's just uh, <clears throat> like the problem with today's generation or. I mean, and Hollywood. They look cool. Like literally, ever like ever since like, ever since Lord of the Rings. Like every movie that's like based off of a previous work has a battle in it now. Yeah, that's dumb because battles aren't even like the coolest things. I mean, Maybe. even in the movies that they're designed to be, in, like Lord of the Rings, some the of the battles, battles are, are really pretty good. cool. <laughs> but some of the non-battles are really cool too. Or just even though like the. <clears throat> Like what's what? What are we defining as a battle? Like obviously storming the castle was a battle, but do you count? I mean, I'm not counting like Luke and Han and Leia on the Death Star by themselves. Like that's not a battle. Well, that's what I'm but saying. the battle is like when the good side versus the dark side over the Death Star, trying to get the thing in the vent port. And right. So it's kind of like an army versus an army. Yeah. So you wouldn't count it as a battle, like in the Lord of the Rings, when it's just like the troop of them. The fellowship going through like, I would, fighting goblins and orcs and stuff. I would kind of count. No, it depends. But like at the end of Fellowship of the Ring, when Frodo and Sam leave, they get on the boat, and then Aragorn and Boromir and all those guys sit there and fight all those Urukai. Like that's a battle. I mean, I, granted, there's like four of them or five of them or whatever, but I mean that's the battle of the movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. Yeah, I guess that's true. I mean, but the other times, like when they're just like, "Oh crap, here's some orcs, let's kill them." Like, it's not a battle. I mean, that was an this was an extended fight. You like know. even when they're in the in the cave and uh, in like the dwarf tunnels, and Frodo gets stabbed. Well, that's because <clears throat> like they're kind of en route from like point A to point B. Like, yeah. they're, that's more of like a flight. Like they're running. Yeah. I wouldn't count that as a battle. I would It's kind of like adventuring. Yeah. That's what happens when you go on adventure. Yeah, Shit happens. Yeah, exactly. Then you level up. You gain some stats. You woke up the Balrog. Yep. Had to sacrifice your wizard to save your party. I mean, those decisions have to be made. Yeah. I mean, and look, if Gandalf uh, had a higher skill modifier, he could have rolled a saving throw to get back up off the ledge, but he yeah. was a puss. Yeah, I mean, he did defend against the fire. Although was... he did fight the fucker, like, for, like, how long? <laughs> like, how long afterward did he fight the Balrog? <laughs> so that's pretty impressive. Um, you know, the, the elves of old used to fight the Balrogs all the time. Just to give you an idea of the elves' power. Yeah. Before it started. Night Stalker missing? <laughs> <laughs> right. Um... But I just I just don't like the trend of like. Pretty sure Night Stalker beats Windrunner. Windrunner isn't an elf, is she? She kind of seems like one. I'm pretty sure Drow, Drow, Drow Ranger. Ranger is an elf. Yeah, Night Stalker's a dark Drow. elf. Night Stalker doesn't beat Drow. Are you serious? Run up. Whoever gets the Gankoff wins. Because <laughs> they both have a silence. Yeah. So but then runs they both up, have snares. Boom, but let's silence. face facts: the Ice Arrow snare is faster and bigger. The nighttime speed plus his snare. Okay, here's the thing. Boom, nighttime's coming. Okay, now if Drow can get the silence off, then just ice arrow, ice arrow, ice arrow, ice arrow, ice arrow. In my opinion, maybe. I mean, yeah, Nightstalker. Because can... especially once he gets in range, she loses her all of her agility, and he just crushes her. But if they're both, you know, we'll obviously say they're they're both equally same level and same farm as far as like money and XP goes. I don't know. Whoever gets the jump is going to win that fight. Maybe. Like, if, if Dro comes around, gets the jump, and gets the silence off, and then starts snaring, and she's going to just get <laughs> We're talking about Dota 2, <laughs> by the way. They know. They know. Or, he knows. Whoever. You know. Fight. Shoot, I'm your only listener, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah. 
it is uh, getting a little late, but yeah. we can close things off by having a minute or two chat about Dota. Yeah, well, that was, that was a preview of more to come next next time. Yeah, man, we should talk about it more often because uh, we should play some this weekend. We really should, and I mean, things are getting crazy. I saw you bought your compendium. I didn't actually. Oh, I thought you did. No. Oh, I, just, I, I thought I saw you buy it, but it was unactivated. I don't think so. Oh, I don't know. I How thought you, you did, but I w- it shows it on your profile. Oh. And it's like unactivated 2014 compendium. Yeah, unpurchased. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I gotta buy mine, though, because there's some cool stuff going on right now. Like in Fantasy yeah. Dota is like happening. I'll, I'll for sure get it. I mean, it's only like 10 bucks or something, and then it unlocks a lot of stuff. So. Oh, dude. like, Dude, we're up to like 8 million bucks right now or something. Yeah, crazy. they're gonna have to give us more unlockables soon. They did. No, I mean more past 10 million. Oh, yeah, I hope so. <laughs> Yeah, guys, if you guys haven't played Dota yet, like, hop online, because there's 8 million unique players worldwide, uh, which is crazy. That's a lot of people. That's a lot of people. Um, there's 8 million players world, unique players worldwide. Especially for games there's... that are 10 people in each game. Oh, yeah. Like, it's not like... It's not like World of like Warcraft, where here's your server that yeah. has, like, 1,000 people on it or whatever. Like, I mean, this or... has 10 people on a game. Yeah. You know? It lasts an hour. Right? I mean, and the things are just getting crazy. I mean, this game has broke, has made history time and time again. It was the first game to have a million dollar prize. Now, I mean, it would be amazing if we can get a $10 million prize. It's headed that way. I mean, I mean everyone was like, League of Legends is better. Like, they they take place in this, and Staples Center and all this crap in LA, and it's just like, okay. I mean, Dota is getting back on its feet. Like, Dota was the game before League, and it's going to be the game yeah, after League. legal issues to overcome. Yeah, I mean, it's I mean that a, game was designed out of like wow. WoW from another game. Yeah, it was made from Warcraft. So crazy, Blizzard is just like evolved that way, pissing their pants. The best games do, though. You know what I mean? But uh, it's going to be amazing to see, and I think there's a lot of fun things in store. But anyways, uh, I think that's it for this week. We got a good fifty-minute show. We'll be back uh, next week, uh, every Wednesday. And uh, you can check out Duel of Taints on Mondays, ND Brothers, I guess we're calling it, on uh, on Wednesdays, and hopefully some of our other shows on other days. So that's it for this week. It's been ND Brothers. I'm Rhett. I'm Jason. And we'll catch you next time.